0: So I gotta gonna
1: Here's your host, Kevin Warren. Ashley Norton was a champion golfer as a youngster, but as she got older, she gained weight until she decided to shed as much as 160 pounds at age 17. Over the next few years, she had six heart surgeries, two pacemakers and a failed ablation. She also had a daughter and survived spousal abuse, discovered she has multiple sclerosis. Now she's training to participate in an Ironman contest in an effort to qualify for the big one in Kona, Hawaii later in 2023. Ashley wants to be the first woman diagnosed with MS and with two pacemakers to complete an Ironman triathlon.
0: I was actually a very accomplished golfer. I was a top 100 USGA. Um, I was born and raised, um, <laughs> bred a golfer. Um, Rudy Durant, Tiger Woods coach, was my coach. Went to Better Academy. Um, there's a whole other side of me that uh, most people don't know. And um, so I traveled AJGA, uh, Northern California, Southern California golf for, I don't know, from the age of probably a baby all the way till about or 16 and that's when I lost all the weight I was always very heavy um, I my parents took me to many different doctors to figure out what was wrong it wasn't like I wasn't eating um, healthy or moving but I had hypothyroidism and obviously that was many many years ago and you know technology wasn't as hip as it is now so, we, uh, I finally just got up one day and I told my mom I was going to go for a run and she went to put on her shoes to go with me. And I said, No, I'm doing this on my own. And it started with, I thought I was running up uh, a street and I was walking. And within six months, I was running six, three, six miles, no problem. And I just dropped like 150 pounds within less than a year. It just came all off. And it was my, you know, pure determination to just, get healthy and fit, and I became, you know, I became very obsessed with it, loved it, it felt free, it was more than just losing the weight, so prior to that, um, I did have heart problems as a child, At 10 years old, Um, I was in Bradenton, Florida, and I never forget, my mom and I were in an Albertsons, and I just fell to the ground, and my heart didn't stop, Um, I want to make sure everybody knows that uh, my heart has never stopped completely, um, but it went down to about a 10 or 15 beats per minute, <laughs> which you can imagine is, you know, it's, it's very, very slow, especially for a child. So I spent many years, even through my golfing years, um, you know, going in and out of children's hospitals, trying to figure out why does this girl have a slow heartbeat, but because pacemakers and congenital heart, it was so, you know, the technology is nothing compared to what it is to these days um they were very hesitant to put a pacemaker in my heart and that was the problem is i had a very slow heart rate so i was always passing out like i would have a 20 30 on a good day when i'm walking around and somehow some way and you know for me i know it's you know the power of the holy spirit and the lord that kept me going and my journey that he was building something inside of me but i was able to still play golf and still function and still you know, my brother and I were known as the Norton Twisters. <laughs> we would come in and win all the tournaments. And, you know, and so I, uh, yeah, the heart, I had a balloon surgery. Um, I had a valve. I had a stint. And I've had an ablation. Uh, um, and then I've just had my second pacemaker put in last September. So, um yeah, that's kind of how it, kind of how it started with it started with the heart stuff prior yeah. to me losing all
1: the weight. Let me, let me uh, ask you about home life. Let's go back to those early beginnings because uh, not everyone uh, is raised uh, in, a, in a faith uh, built home. Were you and your brother were, were your mom and dad churchgoers? and is that where you connected with Christ originally?
0: Yes, yes, we always were, you know, fortunate enough to have a mother and a father who put me in private schools, you know, and I'm all, you know, Christian-based, faith-based. The Lord was always the center of our life, you know, especially, I think, after um, being heavy, you know, back then, kids were very mean, so being in that environment where children, you know, the Lord was at the focus of everyone's life you know it it took a little bit of pressure off of me Um, I'll be honest I didn't really notice because I've always got along with everybody (laughs) so but yes it was definitely in our home it definitely was um, in school Um, we always attended church Um, my mother she's always been probably the forefront of she is our spiritual warrior Mm -hmm. Um. (laughs) It makes me emotional because without her faith, without her undying willingness to just pray day in and day out for, you know, an answer, you know, whether it was the, you know, weight or the, the heart problems, I couldn't imagine having my child sick all the time and then to find out you have MS, right, down the line. She has never, ever lost her faith. And so that is, you know, outside of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit that I know is um, driving me every single day and is, you know, keeping me going. She has built that inside of me, and that's who I get a lot of my, um, my determination from and my faith is my mother. I can always remember as a child her always telling me that God has a bigger plan. And there was one specific night I will never forget where she said, and, you know, my mother's Mexican-American, and she said she pulled over on the side of the road, and I must have been about 15, and she said, Ashley, I had a vision about you, and the Holy Spirit came to me, and you were speaking, but there was no words coming out of your mouth, and there was a massive amount of people, and I don't know what it means, and I don't know what it was, but I know it was a vision from God and the Holy Spirit, and they're telling me that one day you're going to do something, so incredible, and you're going to change so many people's lives. You make sure you keep God forefront in everything you do. And as this journey has continued throughout my life, I remember my mom and I sitting around about six months ago, and I said, Mom, remember that vision you had? I said, I may not be speaking to people, but I'm swimming, and I'm biking, and I'm running, and I'm showing people that man gave me a textbook disability but God gave me an able body and that's and that was the vision he put in you 15 years ago and here we are like who would have known you know mm-hmm. a championship golfer heart problems weight loss you know domestic violence survivor single mother and now I would have never ever told you God would have led me to an Ironman platform I didn't even know what Ironman was until maybe a year and a half ago you know? Yeah. Honestly. You know. So
1: And I want to get to that too, obviously, because that's a big part of your story, current story anyway, and that's what you're working yeah. towards is going to Hawaii and, and participating in the in that Iron Man. Tell me about Iron Heart Woman website.
0: Iron Heart Woman was created in in, in a recovery room after emergency um Replacement of my pacemaker, heart surgery, I guess you would call it. Um, (laughs) um, You know, I I was at a Roth about a little over a year ago, and I was with my daughter, and I fell to the ground, and, you know, I wasn't feeling too good the week throughout that week. And unfortunately, because my pacemaker was so old, you know, technology again over the last, what, seven, eight, nine years has, you know, just changed so much. I didn't have a Bluetooth remote pacemaker, so we didn't know my pacer was going out. So I was walking around for four or five days with a heart rate of probably like 20, maybe 15, and that's why I was so tired and dizzy. And and so I fell to the ground. They said, they took me, ambulanced me over to the hospital, and within a few days, I had my pacemaker replaced. And I'll never forget sitting in the recovery room, and, it, and I just had a real... Um, again, the Holy Spirit came to me and I was sitting there watching television and Iron Man came on and I don't know, people talk about moments with the Lord and I've had quite a few through my lifetime, but this one was like, I want you to, you know, go to this Iron Man and I want you to show the world that no matter who you are or what you're going through, whether it's MS, you know, loss of child, whatever it is, you know, that anything can be possible through me. And I want you to take me with you to this platform that is so needed and, and, and bring, and bring it and bring the glory to me at the end. I'm going to make you able through this journey, actually. And I'm going to get you across finish lines when people tell you you can't and people tell you you shouldn't and people give up on you and, and nobody wants to help you but I'm going to be there. I'm going to be your guide, I'm going to be your sponsor, and I'm going to be the one to cross you, and when they ask you who it is, give the glory back to me, so that way more people can come to Christ, and so I had this, um, I had this moment, and I got out of, I was literally seven days out of the hospital, and I had a patch on my heart, a sling on my arm, And I told my church members, I told my mom, I said, I'm going to do an Ironman. And I don't know what that means, but I'm going to do it. And my mom, you know, of course, she was a little like, of course you are, you know, it didn't surprise her. And I went down and Ironman happened to be down at my house a few days later. And I didn't know my client actually called me and said, Ashley, remember, you're talking about doing an Ironman. Well, it's right down in Maple Valley. So I ran down there and. I fell in love with it. And something when I got on that platform, like I'd never felt in my whole life after everything I've been through, like I belonged there. Like this is where God, like when I watched him swim and run and bike. And and so that's just kind of how it, it started was a vision that I think God put inside of me for him. and And then it was like, I told one person and you know, I, I have somebody very close on my team, um, and he helps me and, he, and everybody's a volunteer right now. You know, that's the truth, right? Is that everybody's just wanting to help. And, um, he goes, okay, great. You know, like, let's do this and let's do this. And then, you know, somebody, I sat there and I a pacemaker in my heart. So, you know, we figured Iron Heart and I'm a woman. Iron Heart Woman was the most fitting name for me <laughs> since I'm, you know, made of steel and, somehow I collapse and get up a few days later and, and I never break. So, so that's kind of how the name came alight, I think, just very quickly.
1: <laughs> well, and you, you talk about the training uh, for the Ironman, and you did mention it just a couple of minutes ago, but you kind of you blew right through it really fast, and it's a big deal. But, <laughs> it, you know, when your daughter was two years old, I guess, is when things started to happen to you physically uh, and all of a sudden, you're diagnosed with multiple sclerosis.
0: Yeah, it was um, it was a day where I woke up. Uh, my daughter and I actually were just getting out of a domestic violence situation. We were living in a transitional housing. And um, I'll never forget the day I woke up. And uh, I was numb from head to toe. I couldn't move. I couldn't feel my fingers. I couldn't feel my feet. I couldn't feel my legs. Um, I could see still, praise God, but and I could still talk somewhat, but my jaw was very locked, so I screamed, because my obviously my baby was <laughs> in her um, her playpen and sleeping, and um, the fire department came, and everybody came, and they rushed me to the hospital at Harborview, and uh, you know, I had the pacemaker, so I'm a special person, you know, I'm not just a person with MS. So they decided to only scan me from um, waist down because they really try not to uh, do a lot of MRIs and scans near the pacer because it's not really good for it, especially with the older device I had. So they, they talked about it being autoimmune. I had um, They didn't know if it was cancerous. And after quite some time of being in there, um, they did say it's definitely autoimmune. They saw the lesions on my spine. And so, you know, the process started with that. I went home, and I think it was about 24 hours later, maybe 48 hours, boom, same thing happened. Went completely numb, couldn't move. So my mom was there at that time, so she, she called the ambulance once again. This time we went to University of Washington, and um, they did a full scan. And um, I'll never forget the day they walked in to the uh <coughs> to the room. I don't think I really understood what MS was. And I think that's why this is so prevalent. And that's why I'm doing this is because, you know, it's such a condition that's you know, it's the unknown. And it's amazing that we don't talk about it because it's we have the highest rates in the Pacific Northwest specifically. And um, they put this scan of my brain up there because they finally got to my brain and they said, I'm sorry, you know, it's multiple sclerosis. And they saw the lesions on my brain. And my mother just, you know, was devastated because she knew what that could mean because she had been looking, I think, looking it up and researching it. And the first thing that came out of my mouth is like, all right, cool. How do we beat this? You know, great. Like, you know, and that's just who I am. You know, I take things head on and I'm not really scared of a whole lot. But I think at that point is my mom, she kind of explained to me like, you know, Ashley, You know, I'm just going to be honest with you because they said don't read the Internet, don't go into that land, you know. But the truth is, is that I wake up every day and I thank the Lord for things that people take advantage of. (laughs) I'm grateful for the fact that I can see my daughter and use my eyesight, that I can communicate with you today to share with you what it's like to live with MS, That I can walk, that I can eat, that I can use my hands, that I'm out of a wheelchair Um, people say I'm a walking miracle. We know that it's just God, but it's, it's, it's just what it is. You know, there's so many people suffering and, um, I find it my duty to finally get up and do something and, you know, what better way to bring MS to the world than to the biggest, you know, platform, I believe that's bigger than the Olympics and bigger than Tour de France with, you know, no disrespect because those are, you know... (laughs) very difficult but it's a combination of three sports i mean it's it's grueling so so yes that was that was how we found out um i did have symptoms prior i will say i didn't recognize and you know unfortunately you know you hear about selma blair talking about this and christina applegate thank god they're coming out and being authentic about it you know doctors misdiagnose people all the time you know and I was told a couple of times, you know, I had a numbness in my feet when I was working out. And um, uh, one time my baby and I got on a bus and I was on there for like, I don't know, multiple hours. And I remember calling my mom and being like, mom, the bus driver told me I had to get off. This was his last stop. And I had no idea where I was. And it was just little signs that were starting to come through my, my left hand. I couldn't grip things. I would drop pans and, you know, I would slur my words more, and um, nobody really talked about the MS until finally it, it just, boom, it's called a flare-up. It just, everything just hit really hard, and that's when it finally was, I so, yeah.
1: <laughs> so when is when is the Ironman in Hawaii?
0: So first I'm going to do Salem. That's okay. in three weeks. Yeah, so that would be um, a qualification and a determination um, for me being invited to Kona. There's been words and talks of media invites through some of the Iron Man um, directors, and the first I got across Salem. Um, so I'll be doing that in three weeks. That's a 70.3. Um, we've been training really hard. Um, training for me, a special person, is, you know, it's been really... The, it's been really difficult to find out when and where the MS will show up. So in the beginning, it was great. Um, I did, I've been actually exceeding expectations. Um, and then we, I can ride a road bike fine, like ride a bike, no problem. Um, <clears throat> but the clip ins I got on and, uh, I haven't really announced it to the world much. I kind of talk about it a little bit on my social media, but, that uh, was where the stability finally and the MS finally came up. I took a really nasty spill, and I actually hurt my ankle, and I was down for about four weeks. Um, and then I was made a decision. I got back up. I tried again two or three more times, and I would go, 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 four or five miles, and then boom, I'd fall. So it just we decided it wasn't safe. So I will be riding a three-wheel recumbent bike, which technically makes me a physically challenged athlete in the Ironman world. Yeah. If I was riding a two-wheel bike, then I would be a normal uh, general athlete. So, yeah, we weren't sure with Ironman. You know, um, there's a Jimmy, he's great. He works in the physically challenged department. He's just like, from the beginning, you know, he's very helpful. They're great, great, you know, support system. And they just said, hey, we're going to take this one step at a time and see what happens. And if things need to be changed or you need help, I won't be going in with a guide. I will be having someone there in the transition, though. Because we don't know, um, I'm doing pretty good with my hands out of the water, you know, I'm exceeding that, um, but the stress, you know, my hands can go numb, so somebody is there to help me rip my wetsuit off for support, mm-hmm. but they will not be running with me, swimming with me, biking with me, it'll just be only in transition, if I need help with my hands or not, you know, zip up my shoes or eat throw some food in me or throw me an ice pack or whatever we need cuz i have a lot of special needs so yeah. so yeah so we'll start with Salem and then after that um, we've been training for the intensity of Kona already um just so we're over prepared yeah <laughs> so my body is you know cuz it's uh like like most athletes they will put a fan when they're indoor training i sit in a room with a heater and i and i just sw- and i sweat and i sweat on purpose so we can see what happens with the MS. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. I'm going numb on my left foot. Great. What do I need? A bottle of water at mile two. I mean, it's very, the woman I'm working with, and there's another man that um, he's had um, quite a few heart surgeries, a retired Ironman, and it's a team now. You know, I don't just have a coach. I have a team. You know, it's, it's a beautiful combination God has brought from me because it's specifically they can each touch on each thing, the heart and the MS. You know, so they're extraordinary people. You know, I'm so grateful to God for
1: them. When I hear you talking the way you do, and it's not about me, but it's just about perseverance. It's about showing people what they can still do. And and I think back to First uh, Corinthians, uh, the end of chapter one, where you know Paul is is imploring the, the Corinthians to, if you're going to boast, to boast in the Lord. And I see that's what you're doing every step of the way here. Is there a verse, Ashley Norton, that um, that stands out to you or one that you keep close to the vest and think about often?
0: So I, I do, I do. And for me, because of my MS, sometimes I, I don't get it all right. But um, I do, it's uh, Deuteronomy 31, and that's something that I really, I really keep close to my heart, um, and I, I, he just, I know he encouraged them me uh, to be strong, God encourages me to be strong through that, and um, and when he, he was telling them that they should not cross the Jordan, and the Lord gave himself the cross over the head of you, and he'll destroy the nations before you, and I just, you know, I see so many people. There's so many times in this journey that people have really um, doubted me, and um, you know, I just we made history at Lake Wilderness, right in Seattle, and I, I'll never forget getting there. And everybody's looking at me, right? I'm the only person with three wheel bike. You know, I'm the only, I'm I'm different looking, and I just think about the times where they look at the apostles and with in Jesus and how they treated them so differently, and yet they still kept going, and they still kept spreading the word of God, and they still never stopped doing what uh, God told them to do or the Holy Spirit put in them. And so I think Deuteronomy 31 is, is my go-to for that, yeah. There's a lot of them. It, it's hard for me to remember every word in the verses.
1: Oh, Yo, <laughs> you were really close. You know, that was great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's my favorite
1: one. I wanted to ask you because I know you're, you're really doing this to uh, bring MS to the forefront for people to, you know, think, you know what, maybe there's something that I can do, you know, to, to help people who are struggling with that condition, but you're also trying to help raise money for the grace foundation along the way too. Uh, tell us about the grace foundation.
0: Yes, so um, the Grace, it's Grace Global Foundation, and we are a 501c3 nonprofit. We are all up and running, and um, that is the epicenter for funding for education, for ramps for people that need wheelchairs in their homes, for shower rods to support them, for the families Um there, there's a young lady and a mother who wrote me and found me. She's 17, and they just her daughter went blind. They didn't know what's wrong with her. They finally found it was MS. And you know, could you imagine being in a hospital with your 17 year old, and your whole world has just been flipped upside down? It's for people. I'm for the people. That's what it's for. This is what it's all for. Mm-hmm. I represent Zoe's. I represent Sally's. I represent every person that has a mess and what they need, they need, you know, hotels, whatever they need, you know, you know, big or small, you know, I also the grace global foundation is also going to be, we have a bigger vision, you know, God put a big vision in me. I'm just slowly chipping away at it one at a time. Cause I'm one little lady on a big mission um, with God. But um, my intention with the grace global is not only to fund those who need emergency money, to help um, donate money to the doctors for cures, to um, for all of that, but also to create the biggest team ever that has ever come to Ironman, to multiple Ironmans with autoimmune, MS, even we're open to anything, anybody who just needs, you know, hope and value and something to hold on to. And, and so I have this vision that within the next couple years, you know, I've already had a couple people that have reached out to me like with that mess and they said you know maybe i could do an iron man too i mean you know like what what greater um joy in the world than to hear those words because that's what i envision it's not about me it's about the people and that's who i represent and we're just using me right now to get the word out there hey multiple sclerosis is real. There's people dying, these people suffering, there's people that it hits home hard. And when it hits home hard, they don't have the funding they need. You know, they're down for three, four months, they can't walk, they need walkers, they need, you know, um, income so they can pay their rent, so they can feed themselves. Medication is horrifically expensive. Um, therapy, everything. So we just we just want to support and that's what the Grace Global Foundation all the donations everything that comes in is going right back into the people and i'm very 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 serious about that so
1: <laughs> well and i want i also want to uh, make our listeners aware that they can also help you specifically you have a gofundme page set up ashley norton and uh, you have special needs as far as competing is concerned and uh, in an effort to try to get to Kona uh, this year, uh, so many people now are in, from this part of, of uh, the Midwest uh, really going to be behind you, Ashley, and praying for you, praying for success. And I hope that people will also help out financially if they can. But listen, I thank you so much for your time. Is there, is there anything that you would like to leave the listeners with before we say goodbye?
0: Well, I thank you. Yes, I, I do. I need the people. I need, I need a lot of help. <laughs> I've been doing this on my own for quite some time. And, um, you know, I, uh, I want to let everybody know this is the first year that um, Ironman has had a neurodivergent category in, what, 40 years. So they see it's starting to come out. They see the possibility that people can do anything, right? And so I want everybody to know that no matter who you are <laughs> or what you're going through, that with God, anything is possible. And your own finish line is only right in front of you. Just surrender to the Lord and keep going and don't give up because he will take you to your finish line.
1: Ashley Norton, thank you so much. The website is Iron Heart Woman, and we're all going to be following you and praying for you. Thank you, Ashley.
0: Hey, Kevin, Air thanks now. so much. I I really, really, really um, it means so much to me. You know, it's been a lonely <laughs> journey, my friend. But I really appreciate you uh, just seeing it for what it is and helping everybody. There's yeah. so many people that need help. So God bless you for what you do.
1: My thanks to Ashley Norton for being a part of Suit Up.
0: So I gotta suit up, suit up, cause you ain't gonna let up.